1: Welcome into fantasy football with Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host, who I missed the most, Mozzie.
0: How we doing, man?
1: I'm doing pretty well. Um, the Raiders are just obliterating the Chargers right now. I know, like we we'd, we'd planned on watching their recording during the game because, like, oh, it'll just be you know, kind of, eh, we'll have it on the background. But <laughs> we're just getting a smackdown, and uh, Staley might be gone by the time you hear this episode. <laughs> I think. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. I'm we kind of you know had the idea that Staley's gonna be gone, but they might as well just like let him finish the season because it's not like you're hiring anyone else right now um, unless you want to give like a coordinator a shot and see how they do as a head coach. But other than that, there's not really a point. but at this rate, I dude, he might be fired. At halftime, like while we're recording this, this is one of the worst performances I've. They just scored again, by the way. <laughs> the I must Raiders be behind, just scored again. It is now forty-two to nothing. Assuming he makes this extra, this is the worst oh, performance man. I have ever seen.
1: Devontae! Oh no, is that Trey Tucker
0: again? I, I think it's Trey Tucker. Again. Oh, that's Trey
1: Tucker again. They all have they all have uh, numbers in the in the tens. I know. It's hilarious. Um their defense. I'm glad they finally put him in, lost. by the way. Oh, I know, right. Yeah, yeah like is they, they finally have been putting him in over Renfro. <laughs> that's like just it. today. Yeah, Renfro had been kinda of sucking.
0: Yeah, it's okay. He had a good good uh Didn't he get a second contract?
1: Yeah, like from McDaniels of them and they didn't really use him much And they
0: didn't even use him. Which you know what? Yeah. If I'm him, I'm stoked. <laughs> no way that guy oh, should have gotten a second contract and he had yeah. a great year. That's all you can ask for.
1: Yeah, that Hunter Hanford pretty much hit his max bag. Yep, I think so. <laughs> hard to really complain, man. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm loving this. This is great. Yeah, I don't. Forty two zero at halftime. Oh my god. The Chargers, I think, are the only
0: fan base that make me thankful to be a Jets fan. They, they look so awful. Like, an they're they clearly don't care. Like, they hate <laughs> their coach. They just want the season to be over. This is awful. Oh, I'm sorry, Staley. You got to go, man. Yeah, this is,
1: this is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like how, like, before the game, there was a little bit of chatter that, like, oh, like, you know, AOC might have a shortly. You sure, like, we'll see if we go with him or not. And now it's just <laughs> four touchdowns. Hell yeah. This is great. But anyway, we're talking about a game that's happening as we're recording, but you'll have already seen it, heard about it. So we'll go ahead and jump on in to these Saturday games. We've got a three-game Saturday slate, and then we'll be back with a separate episode for the Sunday games and the Monday game. But we wanted to go ahead and get this out so there'd be time to hear it before they, you know, actually happen. I believe uh, we has got like a one-four and an eight, basically, yeah, more or less. So yeah, we'll go ahead and start with Minnesota at Cincy. Uh, two seven and six teams actually, um, so it's kind of interesting here. Um, we've got let's see, a forty-point-five total here. And um, the Bengals are favored by three and a half.
0: I really don't know how to feel about this one because we don't have Dobbs. It's going to be Nick Mullins, who I don't have a whole lot of, uh, I don't know, time with watching.
1: I yeah, think um, like,
0: your call is probably right.
1: <laughs> on on Hawkinson? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's kind of a perfect blend of situation. A confluence, I think, is the word I'm looking for. Um, the Bengals have been really bad against tight ends. Like I get, like I played the Colts last week, and one of our things was like, "Hey, the Colts don't really have like a t- one tight end they use, but they still like had a good tight end day overall, and they're not a tight end team." So, I think that kind of just really reinforces it. Yeah. Um. So, Hawkinson's really good. Obviously, J. Jeff should be back. It looks like, but Mullins. Um. We were going through the Kittle game logs, like in the Mullins years. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like weird to say. That sounds like a dark era in history or something. Um, and Mole is just targeted the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, we looked at we looked at twenty eighteen and twenty twenty. So this was pretty CMC, but I mean it's not like the Raider or sorry not the Raider. But, yeah, it's not like the Vikings have a CMC or anything. So like I think it's gonna be J Jeff and Hawk pretty much getting the targets. I don't really want to play J Jeff
0: this week. The thing is, he's either going to do really, really well, or he's not going to do shit because he's still hurt. I yeah, like this. That. Like I, after last week, where I played him in a, basically all of my lineups, were almost perfect except for the fact that I took fucking J. Jeff and he went out after the first series. Like, I'm sorry, I can't pick him again.
1: Yeah, it was a different injury, at least. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't the Hammy again. Yeah, but I don't care. He didn't. He missed the whole game. He and I what, lost what money because of it. <laughs> what What if I tell you he got a full practice in today? I don't give a shit. <laughs> he is dead to me. The, it, it was funny that uh, he got an actual, like, literal hospital pass thrown to him. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Like they took him to the hospital to make sure there was nothing wrong internally, and it was just very heavily, like, bruised. I guess. So I. Uh... I, I guess it is, it's is—it's a risk tolerance thing on that. I will probably play him at least, like, I'll probably do, like, two, maybe three lineups, and I'll have him in at least one, just because, like, he's Justin Jefferson, and his price is very low. I, it's, it's still Nick Mullins, but it's also still Justin Jefferson. Yeah. But yeah,
0: he's either going to do really, really well, or he's not going to be worth his price. <laughs> I can't tell you which it's going to be, but I know (laughs) I'm not using him.
1: Are are we we getting 10 or 30? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that's the thing is, like, there wasn't, like, a a specific spot, like, of the Cincy Secondary that I was like, oh, like, it should be J. Jeff, it should be Addison or whatever. They mostly just, like, this is a Hawk matchup. So that's more where I'm leading of the Minnesota crew. The other Minnesota guy I do like is
0: Chandler because Madison is finally, finally fucking out. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'm been sorry like...
0: i don't want him to have any kind of pain as a person but as a football player i don't want him ever in the lineup he's just taking touches away from other more talented running backs that dude has been just a a fucking hole of garbage this year
1: <laughs> <laughs> he he has butter hands <laughs> Like I'm sure he's I'm sure he's a nice guy but yeah. he has butter hands. <laughs> I'm so happy he's
0: not, you have no idea how happy I am he's every week it's like he's questionable so he might not play and I'm like please please and every week he still gets to go not this week motherfucker you are out <laughs> and I have Ty Chandler everywhere and he's going in everywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I do like the matchup for him. He's like he's well one just looked better and two this is like a very, I don't know if it's going to matter a ton, but Chandler's running style, I think, matches up well against Cincy's defensive personnel. And so as they're kind of bad at tackling, not in the sense of like, um, like just being like, in it's not in the sense of pursuit, it's in the sense of like they don't wrap up well. And I think that's a good benefit for Chandler.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, Madison would be fine if he could hold on to the ball.
1: There have been so many times where, like, we're like, oh, Madison should have a good week, and he has just been, like, fine. Yeah, because he so. just, like, drops every third pass that comes his way. Yeah, he fumbly boy, so <laughs> it's all good. But since he's side, though, yeah, um, I guess I'll talk about injuries, too. Since he has no new injuries, and then uh, Minnesota's going to be missing Madison, as we mentioned. Uh, Naylor, one of the receiver depth guys, and then. Uh, Brian O'Neill, the right tackle.
0: The Brian O'Neill one is interesting to me because I think I would be leaning Minnesota uh, as sort of my pick for this game. But with him out, that does worry me a little bit because, you know, you're putting a relatively immobile backup quarterback in and Darisaw is going to do his job. But will Quessenberry, I'm trying to find that. I think that's through the backup. I believe so. You're going to have Hubbard and Hendrickson. Yeah, is. So, like, Derisaw's going to get one of them, and he'll do his job, but will Quessenberry? And that makes me a little nervous.
1: It's At least it's the right tackle. It's tr- That's true. Could be a little worse. Derisaw is really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, their O-line has been really good this year, for what it's worth. Yeah. So, I mean, at least at least Quessenberry's not, like, a random fifth-round rookie or something. Yeah, I want to say he's been around for a long time. I'll dig into it. I don't remember how decent he is or isn't, but it's at least someone we've heard of, and we don't have an instant negative thought on him. So, like, yeah, I mean, he's got <laughs> a, could line be a lot name. worse. <laughs> Quisenberry, yeah, <laughs> that is a, that is a super lineman name. That's funny. Shit. Um, maybe I am. Is taking there anyone the Vikings? That, they were my initialing because my first thought was okay, like Minnesota blitzes a ton. And then you've got an inexperienced quarterback. You have the Bengals' on a line that has had it's ups and downs, I'll say. And then um, I'm like, oh, but on the other hand, you've got the Bengals who have been running a super screen-heavy offense and have Jamar Chase, who is kind of the king of dump to him when it's a blitz. Like, yeah, it's it's a weird, it's a catch twenty-two there. I'm like, there's going to be some really good and some really bad for both sides. I think.
0: Yeah, that's it's an interesting matchup. and it's really tough
1: to pick um like i I, do kind of like i have interest in both defenses here for what it's worth i think that's fair because like the minnesota defense, this is one we talked about like before the year two the minnesota defense like starting ass and then picking it up
0: oh i know right that was probably one of my favorite calls was that they were going to start really slow and then get better as the year went on they are Mm. super blitz heavy but it's effective yeah
1: by like an insane margin, I'll pull up my, my sheet I have on it from all the uh, from all the line stuff, but I think they're like, I, think, I don't know if they're 40%, but they're almost there. <laughs> it's like something stupid. That's like Rex Ryan levels of blitzing. <laughs> all right, so we'll pull up this uh, defensive sheet here. Blitz, would you like to take a guess? At what their blitz rate percent is? Yeah, what their blitz percentage is. I'll
0: say, well, you, I feel kind of like cheating because you already said like 40. I think originally I was going to say almost
1: 50%. It is closer to 50. Is it really? <laughs> wow. Oh, man. It's, uh, I'll go ahead and give it. It's 47.4%. Oh, damn. They're blitzing literally almost half the time because I knew, I knew they were in the 40s at least, but they're blitzing so much. That is that's a
0: fuck ton.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like the defense. They're gonna get wins like against Browning. Like not to chill on him, but like it's a you know young industry quarterback. Like they're gonna get the wins. But it's just I'm I'm curious how the Bengals counter at, just because they've been so they've done really well with stuff that beats blitzes. So I'm curious if like if it's gonna also work in practice because in theory it should. Yeah,
0: I mean, what's the blitz rate of? Who were their last two
1: games the Colts and the Jags? Yeah. Um so Col- Colts are very last. Okay. So that's that. Jacksonville's 12th, but after you drop down from like the few blitz heavy teams, there's like so many kind of just in between like 22 and 30 right. like that's most of the league. Um so Jack Jacksonville is 12th. They're 29%. But Indy's at like 16.1. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean, the Colts don't really have, I don't know, the personnel to be super blitz-heavy. Yeah, well, it's kind of interesting that they're getting crushed so bad by screens even though they, they're they not blitzing because, like, usually that's what you think of as the counter for it, but... Hmm. Yeah. Right. So, it's, it's a very, like... Like, the Cincy running backs should get their, like, PPR stuff. Like, Chase will get opportunities for some big plays. It's just there's a big range of outcomes on this depending on... How Browning handles the blitz?
0: Yeah, it's it's tough with all of the backups in right now. Just in general,
1: mm-hmm. with some of these because like Pittsburgh super blitz heavy. They're they're almost at thirty seven, and we saw he he struggled in that game. I mean, that was his first game, and the scheme was a little different. So I'll give him some benefit of the doubt there, but there's just, <laughs> there's just not a bunch of context really.
0: Yeah, I worry a little bit about since he's O line just because they. That's
1: pretty much where I'm at. Yeah, they've
0: the... clearly not been as good in pass pro as they should be
1: Um, Mm uh i mean their guards are terrible (laughs) (laughs) like they're not bad at run blocking
0: though that's what's funny like
1: yeah (laughs) their guards have just been awful i've
0: seen volson execute some awesome run blocks and then he just on
1: pass pro it's like he just falls backward yeah he hit like what was like 17 point something miles per hour like running behind the <laughs> running backs on the screen i'm like what the fuck but yeah it's just different skill set so there's gonna be wins and losses and that's why like i'm like okay i'm interested in the minnesota defense even if since he scores like four touchdowns like they're gonna probably get sacks and some turnovers and that's what you want out of your defense yeah so but is there anything else with this game anything on cincy side i guess before we go on
0: um not really. I, I think I'm also going to take the under in this one. Interesting. Thirty nine and a half. Yeah. yeah the, to me, this sort of looks like a like a twenty to thirteen kind of game. I don't think it's yeah. super high scoring.
1: Yeah. It's up. It is up to forty and a half now. It's up a point since I put this in the other day. I'm so assuming that's because even of better for you. Yeah, probably. But next up, we've got Pittsburgh at Indy. This game's a forty two and a half point spread with Indy favored by a, a point and a half. That has dropped a little bit since we last recorded, which it's probably also due to injury news um, <laughs> because we now have news that um, Watt will be in. And then I didn't see official that, like, said Highsmith clear, but he got a full practice in and he's off the report. So I'm assuming that's implying that he cleared. Um, yeah. And then th- that was one of the big things I was watching was him. Um, and then we don't have any Ken picky yet, I'm assuming. Um, and then... <laughs> Yeah, and then Sayamalu, he didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. We're recording on Thursday. I haven't seen any updates on him. He's questionable, but like I feel like he's going to be out. And then um, for Indy, no JT still, no Braden Smith, a tackle. But it looks like Juju Brent will be back. And then, as I mentioned, um, last week they got uh, Grover Stewart back on their D-line. So I see we both put Indy question mark as our... Uh, <laughs> As our pick here, just because I think we're like, well, it's Mitch. So the Mozzie in me is telling me that the Steelers are going to win this and
0: it's just going to be an awful game where they're going to just take the game out of Trubisky's hands. The defense is just going to run a train on Minshew. And it's going to be a really gross
1: game. This is the game I'm having the toughest time getting a good read on. Like, the last game, like, I'm like, okay, this is kind of the condition. Like, I'm not sure exactly which it'll be, but here's where it's going to kind of be the turning point. This one, I'm having kind of a tougher time pinpointing that, per se. Like, we've had a lot of injury fluctuation with both these teams, whether it be on the defense or the this point quarterback and everything. So, because, like, we saw in D. Start as a pass funnel, and then turn to a run funnel, and then last week it's like, well, it was kind of in between a little bit with with, uh, with Grover back there in the middle. Um, it was just the screens, so I'm like, well, does Pittsburgh with an OC that's not Matt Canada watch this and go, <laughs> I should do that? So like, there's that option of maybe they, you know, maybe they do that, um, right? And that and that would make sense with the strengths of the Pittsburgh running backs, and then like that. Like in still a rookie, and then uh, like their corner opposite him still sucks. So, I'm sure they'll pick on them, but it's Mitch. It's <laughs> ouch. So, that's the tough part. Oh, and he's so
0: bad. Uh, he was really bad against the Patriots. That was abysmal.
1: That game was. It was at least entertaining. It was just like frustrating a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Besides that, um, he still targeted Deontay a lot. He did. Yeah. I, And that's kind of thing we can stick with is like Deontay would be my receiver choice just because of that. He's kind of shown a propensity to target him more and like he still targeted Pickens a lot, but it didn't work out that well. So that's kind of where my lean is going
0: right now. So I am going to take the Steelers. I think they're going to be a a defensive, just fortress, which is going to suck because the Colts are missing their right tackle. And Freeland isn't terrible, but he's not as good as Braden Smith. You're going to have Watt and uh, Highsmith blitzing, so they're going to come mm-hmm. after Minshew. And then on the flip side, the Colts don't blitz.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, the, so they're not going to get all that much pressure on Trubisky because I also think his O line is going to hold up fine.
1: Yeah, they've been they've been better since they finally found their combo.
0: And what makes me worried is that if you give Trubisky all day to throw, I think he can lob one up to Pickens every now and then, and it'll work. Like, I don't think this that, is a gross game.
1: But... That is kind of the thing with Trubisky. Like, his problem is, is his processing and, like, disaster decision-making. Right. And that's that's usually a pressure-based thing. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, if he does have the time, then <laughs> he'll do some stuff.
0: Yeah, like there's there's a lot of quarterbacks that if you don't put pressure on them, they're actually pretty fine. Derek Carr. Uh, yeah, Derek Carr. <laughs>
1: Derek, Derek Carr, a clean pocket is a great quarterback. The problem is, <laughs> the problem. oh man, yeah. Zach Wilson no also pressure. I think they hurt this year. there also has to be no mental pressure. Yeah, no mental him. pressure either. Yeah, I think car has been playing very banged up this year, though, but... He has. <laughs> I feel bad for him. It's like, wasn't that Spongebob thing where it's like, why don't you just dial, man? Like, <laughs> I feel like that's what it is with Car right now. Yeah. <laughs> just everything under the sun's uh, happening to times him. Sometimes we have to teach you this lesson. Oh, yeah, that's what it is, yeah.
0: The young people. But,
1: um, yeah, so this game, um, I'm still going to roll with Michael Pittman for the Colts just because he's been getting a jillion targets, but I... I believe they play um sides more in Pittsburgh. I'll double check that. Um Yeah, they they Oh wait that's Indy play sides. Put the wrong team there. Um I mean Minshew plays Pittman. Yeah, they they're mostly playing sides. So is he on po- uh Porter's side? Um Pittman moves around a ton. Oh, uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Pittsburgh plays a lot of sides with their corners. They've had they have had Porter do some shadow in the last few weeks, though. So, I could see him shadowing Pittman. I mean, that could be a huh. part of their game
0: plan. Just put him on Pittman and let Minshew throw to anyone else.
1: Yeah. Okay, this is actually kind of an interesting dig. I didn't do this initially until we talked through it. So, on the season, um, their rate is, is kind of sides. But the last four weeks... Uh, so, week nine, um, he spent... Three fourths of his routes on Hopkins. Then it went to seventy-eight percent on Cooper. Then eighty-two on Jamar. Then eighty-nine on Hollywood. So like he's shadowing more and more each of the last few weeks. Wow. Um, That's why they lost so. to
0: New England. There's no one to shadow. <laughs> Who do you Honestly, shadow? So,
1: <laughs> Hunter Henry. So yeah, like <laughs> they should have apparently. Right. Um. So I wish I could break this down by week a little more on the alignments, but. I get I that might be why the numbers are a little odd. So I guess they'll probably have him on on uh, Pittman, which like he's good, but I'm pretty sure that's a big size mismatch. It is. I know it's weight wise, not height wise. The the thing is, is that it
0: might Pittman's efficiency might be lower, but he's still going to get like 12 targets. So maybe he only catches six of them but he'll probably still be the leading receiver on the Colts.
1: Yeah. this It could be a downs week though. Like Pitt, Pittsburgh. So this one thing I put down, they they're weak to the middle of the field, not like specifically the slot always. Um, But that middle is open. Like we saw like Juju and Hunter Henry kind of get some work. Well, I guess Hunter Henry did get his touchdowns outside, but um, like t- tight ends and slot receivers, not always like both, but like one or the other have been doing well each week. It's been kind of just who's the middle of the field attacker, more or less. Interesting. So, and since Indy doesn't use tight ends, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to roll downs down on that one. And he's our slot guy. So. Yeah, and he's good. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, it honestly, Pittsburgh and Minnesota are both kind of weird with this. They don't have, like, designated slot corner all the time. They kind of just, like, tag team manning the slot with a bunch of different guys. I would
0: say if you don't think it's going to be inside, you think it'll be outside, then you go with Pierce.
1: Yeah, because that that would that would leave Pierce with um, Levi Wallace, who is fine, not great, like definitely an easier matchup than uh, than Jelly Porter. So yeah,
0: and we know that the Steelers love those busted coverages.
1: That is true. That's a that's a good point. <laughs> They're good for one of those at least in a, in a given game.
0: I feel like the problem so. with Pierce is that he's just not a yak guy. Like, he will catch a 40-yard bomb, but unless it's in the end zone, he usually just kind of goes down right where he catches it. Like, it's yeah. usually a circus catch to make it, you know? So he he catches the ball, and then he's already on the ground. <laughs>
1: That's fair. Honestly, like, the – I I feel like we're – I guess Mevins has a little bit more yak to him, but he's he is very Mike Evansy. Yeah big maybe maybe mike williams was a better comp but we missed that you know maybe yeah. that was what we needed <laughs> it also could just be kind of what they're asking him to run to yeah that's they're pretty it. much just sending him deep all the time yeah so i i think my pick would be downs especially like if they're going to be under pressure like he's going to be the shorter target
0: that's yeah i think that downs is the right call if they're going to be under pressure a lot they might have to do mm-hmm. some interesting, like, slot stacking, because if... I don't... Do you put Pittman on the outside and have Joey Porter shadow in there, or do you put him over the middle with downs
1: and have him make a choice, you know? Yeah, I mean, they, they've put Pittman in the slot a little bit throughout the year, mm-hmm. so... I, I'm not sure. I don't. Like, I think that would be the time when Porter maybe wouldn't follow him. Would be if he get like that's probably what their goal is going to be. Is like okay, we'll move Pittman in here sometime to get him off of Porter. But I think that that's gonna be a fun matchup because Porter is like Porter's fairly tall, but like the, the the weight difference is huge, which I guess makes sense with corners. But
0: yeah, he's what Pittman's got two. like thirty
1: pounds on him. Yeah, so nice. that's gonna be actually a fun matchup to watch on the outside. Honestly, that's <laughs> kind of what I'm looking forward to most on this game <laughs> is like Pittman and Michael Porter.
0: Yeah, this won't be, like, a bad game scoring. Like, scoring-wise, it'll be, I think, maybe a bad game. But I think in terms of content, it should be, like, a a good football game.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's just one, like, on the three-game slate, it's not one I'm, like, really jazzed about. <laughs> no, I, like I told you earlier, I don't really want
0: Moss. Um, I would rather take a shot on either Najee or... Warren and just sort of yeah they're both super cheap you know into the end zone yeah like
1: they're both on it like because Todd Chandler's 53 and then like Warren's 52 and Najee's 51 (laughs) so like it's that's a a tough choice honestly between those three so
0: I will say they've been using Najee more than I thought they would so he might be my lean but yeah it's kind of up to you however the money works out maybe
1: yeah, it's pretty much just whoever you have money <laughs> money for. But yeah, pretty like, yeah, pretty much the only like maybe one of those running backs or like Deontay or Downs is kind of most of where I'm at with this game because like looking at at least on DraftKings, I haven't t- looked a ton at FanDuel yet. Like Pittman 73, you can get up to Chase for 300 more. Like I probably just prefer that. Yeah. So. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah and yeah the the Moss thing that was that's one I guess is gonna matter here. I, I was pretty much waiting for the Highsmith thing. It's if, if, Assuming he is in, like, we're, like it's looking like, I'm not really in on Moss, especially with our guy David Montgomery and like 200 more. And uh, that'll bring us to our next game with Denver at Detroit here. <laughs> uh, we've both got Detroit. The total right now is 48. Detroit's favored by four and a half. I think Detroit's going to roll here. I don't
0: know. I am taking Detroit. Or their
1: offensive role, I should yes. say.
0: I think both offenses should be kind of fine this game. But I like Detroit's more. Um, and that's because Denver sucks shit against running backs. Uh, yeah. So even if Goff like throws a pick or two, they can say, all right, take a few snaps off. We're just going to give the ball to Monty and Gibbs for like 10 straight plays. We'll get our touchdown. Damn, we'll get you back in on the next series because they can do that because they're really good at running the ball and Denver really sucks at defending it. Um, I that I'm glad this is the night game. I think it projects to be the most entertaining.
1: Oh, for sure. This will this will definitely be the best one. I think. Like, right. View viewing wise, probably like it'll be the most exciting. I'd bet so. I did. I'm not sure. Is uh, CJGJ going to play? Uh no 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 they've said like he should be back in the next couple of weeks like so they designated to retu- <sighs> designated him to return but he's not back yet which they desperately need, they him. need Oh, him. man their defense is so bad <laughs> yeah they need him very badly to come back um oh. so yeah on that injury wise um Decker Ragnow and Benito Jones um all limited Wednesday full Thursday questionable to go but looking looking like good news for them um I know they've had some injuries the last couple of weeks so being Full strength's going to be a nice, a nice change of pace for them. And then on Denver, uh, Dulcich got designated answer return, but same thing, he's not back quite yet. They brought him back too early last time, so I think they learned their lesson. <laughs> yep. um, and then um, it's weird that we've got Benito Jones and Nick, and Nick Benito um, in the same game, but <sighs> <laughs> it's weird. Um, Nick Benito, he's one of their edges, he's out. And then um, PJ Locke, he didn't practice Wednesday, limited Thursday and questionable. I think that would also help the running backs even more um yeah and just Detroit offensive general of course um yeah the the Detroit running back man oh this it's a nut matchup like on my run sheet they're the best in four of the six categories um I think they're like second or top five or whatever in one other and it's it's just like a super nut run matchup for them yep that makes sense and it's both of them. I think you and yeah, I are both kind of thing. on the
0: same page that if you're doing an all-day Saturday slate, you might just take both lions running yeah. backs.
1: <laughs> like the pri- the prices are good. Like is the thing. Like like I said, Monty's on like 200 more than Moss. I prefer him. Like Gibbs 100 more than Mixon. I'm like, <laughs> I think I'm just like, might go both Detroit running backs and call it a day. Um, like best adjusted line yards. That's you know a Monty thing. Um, they're not getting stuffed often. The only thing I would like a little more is if the the power success was better. But like they're, they they got the top matchup here with like running back yards, open field, second field, like second level yards. That's all good Gibbs stuff. So like it just looks great for both of them. Is the thing. So I'm I'm all aboard with them. Just a side note: uh, Jacoby Myers has officially thrown
0: a touchdown to Devonte Adams.
1: <laughs> Bro. We're gooted out here, man. We're gooted. Uh,
0: just had to slip that one in there. It has happened. It is forty-nine to six. There was a Josh Palmer bomb right yes, after. A bomber. Yep. Uh, but this is just fun. The uh. fucking Jac-
1: Jacoby to Devante is hilarious. <laughs> I did make one lineup that is. Captain Aiden O'Connell that has Jacoby and Devonte, so just some next-level correlation Let's go. there. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is really... <laughs>
0: I mean, how many I'm, touchdowns I'm this. does um, O'Connell have? Three? Four? He has four. Good lord. It's funny as fuck. Anyway, sorry. I didn't want to de- derail you. It was just... <laughs> oh no! When, it's fine. it's When Jacoby Myers throws a touchdown to Devontae Adams in a landslide, you gotta bring it. Uh. This is big chilling out here. Um. So anyway, Detroit running backs—they're smashes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. On that, is there anyone else from Detroit you really like?
0: <sighs> Goff has been really stupid the past few weeks. Um, and it's making it tough for me to like him. I don't. If I, if I'm doing like an all day slate, I think I'd rather take a chance, to be honest, on Russ than Goff, because Russ is gonna have to throw, and it makes sense that he'll have to throw because mm-hmm. the Lion secondary sucks. Whereas yeah, if Goff like... throws a pick, they can still win by twenty because of their run game. Mm-hmm. So I I don't love Goff here. I, he it's at home. He could totally have a great game. But the past He could pass to the running backs, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just been bad the past few weeks for him. He's thrown some really stupid interceptions.
1: Yeah, and like the Denver, the Denver defense, like like they have some pretty talented corners. So like I assume Dan Campbell's gonna come into this with a super game heavy, like, football man plan on it. So But then yeah, so with Denver, that's what I was kind of looking at. I'm like, this is a really not ideal matchup for them in the sense of like they want they also prefer to run and that's like the one decent area of detroit's defense is up front right now so they're gonna have to pass is there any like i was not really like finding anyone specific because i'm like if Dulcich were back i'd be like okay give me Dulcich but absolutely he's not back so are we did we go judy like uh. Like Sutton's been the best lately. Are we gonna get Cortland Sutton with Cameron Sutton? The Suttons. The Suttons. A double Sutton. Uh, now no that now that's Sutton to write home about. Hey. Um. But yeah. So looking at um. I mean, I would take Cortland stuff. Sutton. He's just
0: every week it seems Russ hits him
1: for a deep one. Yeah, Judy should have scored last week, but he didn't get his foot in. Uh, who Who else did that this year?
0: uh there was, oh, there was someone Pickens it was like christian a christian
1: watson really or, or Pickens. that was it yep yeah he had a terrible one um sutton is running extremely hot on touchdowns which i know that's like his thing but he does have 10 touchdowns on 700, 700 yards
0: oh my god
1: so he's running like unbelievably hot meanwhile judy only has one on 500 should be <laughs> two on 500 but you should know be, yeah. um that's still kind of under i so the broncos were assholes And play a little Jordan Humphrey for more snaps than uh, Marvin Mims. Grr. Yeah. So this is the tough part is, like, if you play Russ, who do you stack him with? I think you take
0: whichever running back you think is going to get the receptions. Or you just go with Cortland Sutton.
1: It's it's kind of a tough... Because, like, Sutton's price is a little hard for me to get behind because he's 64 he's kind of in a weird zone how much he is, judy? is the only one in the six do what how much is judy he's only 47 oh my god it's a big man. gap so like uh, well, one draft on GK, K, at least yeah for, judy makes yeah, a lot so, more sense because like so Pittman's seven three sutton's six four and then higgins is five nine it's just like a huge gap no man's land it's only sutton there Shh. in that zone and then then judy's four seven so it's like do you hope he actually finally has a good game for once <laughs> or... well, that's why I think it makes sense for draftkings
0: because at least you're getting PPR with mm-hmm. him and I do think he should get a pretty nice amount of
1: targets yeah I mean this is a great pass matchup right it's just we haven't seen the Broncos pass great <laughs> so they haven't but they might need to mm-hmm that, yeah like if they have to get pressed into it like they've their vault like their defense has been playing better their pass volume hasn't been insane but they haven't been they, they have like russ hasn't been garbage this year or anything no definitely not he's so, been
0: he's been better hmm.
1: so like it's it, it's one of those things where i really wish dolcich were back because i would be like yeah fire him up yeah but what one of these receivers at least should have a good game it's just a matter of who Man. And, like if marvin mims played a full game i would love him right he'd be perfect um speaking of tight ends though on, on Dolzish, do you like do you like Laporta here? It's hard not to like him, but I'm probably
0: using Hawk
1: mm-hmm. in any yeah, the are... days. It's like in a vacuum, yeah, I like Laporta, but do I like him more than Hawk? And <laughs> it's like the not yeah, really. Not, no. So yeah. Mm-hmm, I but... mean he makes sense. They're gonna be running. I
0: like the tight end and run game combo. Um Yeah. I
1: think... And it's a good tight end matchup too. I
0: mean, who's more
1: expensive? I'm assuming Laporta is, right? Yeah, they're they're 200 apart. Okay. Yeah, if you want to be unique, so, I think more people will probably go Hawk. But I think I've not looked at all at roster percentages yet. That's not I, I don't I don't concern myself with that until like after I do my own analysis. Right. Just because I don't want to like bias myself. So let's, I guess we can take a look now. I mean, I guess we can build a lineup together here and see where we end up. So, <laughs> um. So I, there, right now, it's pretty much a jumble of LaPorta, Hawk, Pat, like Friar Muth up top. Those gonna those are the three most popular, all kind of in a jumble. Uh, I forgot about
0: Muth. Eh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, he, he, I thought about it. Like, he, he seems fine. Um, Zach Moss is going to be the running back chalk, it looks like. Don't so do it. That's, I'm not doing that's it. That's going to be our, <laughs> our area of differentiation. Yeah. Um, quarterback's flat, pretty much, because it's not like a lovely quarterback slate. Um, receiver-wise... Amonra, Pittman, Jefferson are the most popular. Um, defenses are a defense chalk. The, the Vikings are the are the defense chalk. They're they're pretty cheap. So, yeah. That's fair. So, all right, do you want to do you want to build a lineup together? I feel like we I've, I always joke that if we built one together, we would crush. So, let's let's go ahead and let's build one together here. All right, let me pull up DK. All right, here's what I'll do. I'll I'll share my screen with you. Okay. So that we can kind of do this a little better. That way we're not like only just like talking back and forth through it. So, all right. So do Do we want to start at running back? Sure, because that's kind of the thing. We're like, all right, that's
0: that's what we like. Yeah. Gibbs and Monty. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you want to just pop both those guys in right away?
0: Yeah. Let's start with that, and then we can work. I'm our cool way with right that.
1: Ahead. Yeah. All right. So re- receiver, I think is kind of the toughest part. Or I guess what, what do you want to go to tight end and pop in Hawk? Yeah. Let's pop in Hawk. Hawk it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, re- receiver, I think is kind of the toughest one to parse here. Let's see. 5183 remaining per person. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's including defense. So like right. if we like just pick a defense for now to see prices now are at just fifty six sixty per player.
0: Okay, so quarterback I would
1: <laughs> Yeah, i I feel like I was gonna just choose off who my receivers are and go from there. Yeah on I quarterback. It's kind of tough. Yeah. <laughs> so up top, yeah, we've got J Jeff Amon Ra Chase. Pittman, we've got sutton and no man's land there strolling a bit we've got like deontay and pickens we got judy downs he's he's a decent price and then going way down like the only like real cheapos you can maybe think are like pierce Jamison, marvin mims we've got little jordan humphrey somewhere down in here <laughs> but
0: way down in there
1: <laughs> uh hmm. i mean that D- is fairly cheap he's yeah, hasn't been this cheap in a bit. Yeah,
0: I'd be all right with pounds.
1: Yeah, and if we end up with more money, we can we can upgrade. So, right now we've got like offensive odds. We've got a Minnesota. We've got an Indy. We've got two Detroit. So an option like yeah would be stacking that Denver Detroit, or do we like you know we could try to roll a Minshew or I Mullins or something. I but- think
0: Mullins, unironically, might. I, I would probably myself go between either russ and taking some denver receivers or mullins and taking a few taking one more uh minnesota receiver
1: yeah it's pretty much where i'm at so like if if you can stomach J. Jeff, then like i feel like mullins makes sense but if you don't if you don't want to go there i mean we can do J. Then, Jeff. <laughs> yeah I, I guess we can see how it how it shapes out right if because do that. So, JJF
0: is expensive, but Mullins is dirt cheap.
1: So yeah, like so you, it you evens out. It. <laughs> yeah. So do we, do we want to run that back with Chase then? Can we? Can, do we Can have we? enough? Just enough. 3K left. This this is if we also go Vikings D though, which is kind of weird in the stack, but it's all that fits with the price. So. Okay. Um, What's the, what is the bin price? Three? For receivers, 3K. So we we re, we really go dumpster diving. There is the problem. We have to we pretty much chat. We actually have to go like little Jordan Humphrey or something, right? So yeah, yeah, it's a little tough. And like the only the other option would be going um, Addison instead, and then we can actually use another you know good player. Oh, like Ty Chandler? Yeah, interesting. I guess we could also call him our stack too. I mean, that price comes out the same. But if we wanted to change our defense, like Ty Chandler could be our quote unquote second pass catcher, right? Then you could grab Deontay. And we got a little more for our defense too, if we wanted, like we want to go to the Steelers defense or something, which is what
0: I would w- probably want, is the Steelers. That's an interesting lineup.
1: Hmm. So I'll, I'll I'll save this one, and then I'll I'll, I'll pull up a, a new one real quick, and import that in, and then um, we can go back to where we made the decision on on the stack there, and kind of rewind it a bit and give us all some other options so if we if we want if we go the route of Russ quarterback right then if if we go a um Denver guy I get, basically the choice there is do we want to go Sutton or Judy or a running back how much is somebody like Samaje? um he is 45
0: really that's garbage
1: <laughs> yeah Dude. like at that point I at that point I pay 300 more for chase Brown right. If it's just running back, and then like yeah, like Judy's less than Samaje. That's so stupid. He's so cheap. Yeah, I mean, I I think you have to take Judy just because his price is absurd. It's it's so low. So now we've got a good amount left. We could we could go both of them. Yeah, reasonably, and then we have if we have Steelers defense. We have sixty one hundred. If we drop to the Vikings defense, we have sixty six. and could go mix in if we wanted. That's kind of a weird combo, though. <laughs> that is kind of a weird
0: combo. I Honestly, don't...
1: like if if he's pass catching, I don't hate it, but yeah,
0: I mean there is definitely an avenue where that works.
1: But it is yeah, an odd, an odd way to do that. So I guess that so sixty six hundred and below for flex is kind of where we're at. This is this is our zone we're looking through. So some of the options we have, we've got you know Mixon, Moss, Laporta, Higgins. Uh, Javante, Addison, Ty Chandler, Pittsburgh running backs, Deontay. The most expensive defense is thirty six, so fifty eight would be the lower end. And at that point, it'd be like, okay, we can always upgrade downs if we wanted to. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, we could go to, we could go to tight end.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's something I would do. <laughs>
1: that's a, that is a very you move. Um, it's happened the,
0: the, a few times this year where that was
1: the play. Yeah, the only the only change we would have as an option there would be changing Hawkinson to T Higgins, which I prefer Hawkinson straight up here, honestly. Yeah, so I don't I do not mind this option either. It's interesting. Yeah, this is sort of like the uh, the rust stack. I mean, th- this is a huge game stack of that game. Yeah, it is. It, I, I don't know if it's asking for too much of that game or not. Well, if you putting Laporta in there, like with the two running backs. Yeah, I don't think so. Because Sertan
0: is likely not going to be near Laporta. He's got too many other things to deal with,
1: namely Amon-Ra. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, my main thing is just, like, if both Gibbs and Montgomery have good enough games, is Laporta also having a good enough game? I think so. Because the over-under is 48. Yeah, it's, like, by far the best game environment, so... And I, actually, I think right. it could even hit the over.
0: But, you know, 24 or so odd points, that's basically saying, okay, I think Laporta, Gibbs, and Monty all score. And to me, that doesn't seem that far-fetched.
1: No, yeah. Like, if this game does pop off and end up as, like, the by far best game, that's part of it, too. i um, looking at um, my pace stuff. So this game is unfortunately not, like, a great pace one. Like, they're both kind of, like, slower-paced and not pass-heavy in neutral script. And then, uh, Cincinnati, Minnesota. That one's slow pace, but they're both pretty pass heavy. I mean, that's kind of another little lean to the Minnesota defense there, if you're looking at them. And then, Indy, Pittsburgh. That's is actually a really good pace one. I was going to say um, that might middle. be the
0: highest pace game.
1: Yeah. So uh, another kind of nod to the defenses there in the terms of like just lots of plays and middling pass rate. But you're getting two. I mean, okay, obviously one's a solid backup quarterback, but two backup quarterbacks in high pace. So we could change Laporta to a Steelers running back. Do we have the money? Um, yeah, we, that that puts us with leftover money. How much are those guys?
0: <clears throat> Najee is.
1: Najee's only fifty-one. Jeez. So, then that that gives us money to put Addison in over Downs if we did that. Yeah. That's got. Kind of, that's the that's the other option there. And that's also interesting. Hmm. And then if we dropped our defense down to the Vikings. I just get the taken, So it's not really a huge difference there. So I'm fine with this one, too. as like not, Najee, Steelers D, Pittsburgh's controlling. We've got Hawkinson and Addison will say, you know, Mullins zones in on those. And then, then our Denver Detroit stack.
0: Yeah. I kind of like that right. one because it's very much like aligned with the scripts of each game. You have like the Steelers yeah. defense and their run game. Check. You have Russ having to throw and the Lions dominating with the row line. Check. And then you've got just Mullins hitting reliable targets in the backup game.
1: <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Cool beans. Yeah, I wanted to build one together because we're always like, man, if we just combined a little bit of our stuff, we would have it. So I, wanna like, I was like, let's get that on paper this time. Um, but cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to these Saturday. I love I love the short slice. They're my favorite, um, just strategy-wise. So. Yeah, but we will be back um, very soon with our episode for the Sunday games and the Monday game. Um, in the meantime you can find us online at mozzieandhemusscle dot com, on Instagram at Mozzie and the Muscle and on Twitter at Omozzie and Muscle. So thank you for tuning in and we will be back soon.